Hello, and welcome to The Bride Tender. I'm your host, S.C. Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's talk all things weddings. Today, I'm here with wedding dress designer, Lara Knight, uh, with Lara Knight Couture. And we're going to go through all wedding dress styles, fits, what's trendy, what's classic, and what to expect coming up in the wedding industry in wedding dresses and bridal style. So, Larry, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to have you on and to discuss styles and trends and wedding dresses and get to hear your feedback and advice on how to pick the best style and fit for a bride for their special day. So as far as your website, you can design dresses for any type of occasion. Now, how did Lara Knight Couture get started? And what made you decide to go into wedding dress design? Uh Honestly, I really started designing gowns as far back as high school. And <laughs> my love for elegance, history, but particularly family, kind of got me started towards bridal. Um, I have quietly been designing for the last 10 years, but really seriously, like building my brand for the last three. And, um, you know, bridal is definitely what I love because of the um, commitment behind it, but evening dresses, gowns, I just, I get so excited about them. (laughs) So now when it comes to wedding dresses, we've seen style completely evolve over the years. What are some styles that you see now that you feel kind of work for many body types? It's, it's so hard to really talk about a specific. Um, everyone is different. Every style, every taste, even themes of weddings create a different need for a dress. Um, I love a classic A-line and I love a fit and flair. They show off a woman's body so well. Um, I personally would have every bride walking down the aisle in a 10-foot train But, you know, it it really depends on a bride's wedding, what they might be wanting. And absolutely, and I believe this, it depends on a bride's, you know, body curves, her figure, you know, complement it no matter what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. I also agree with a 10-foot train. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's your day. Might as well live it to the fullest with that train. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So now I feel like wedding dresses have kind of expanded in like color scheme a little bit. We used to see where it was like all white. Now people are doing like a little bit more of a pattern or even a pale pink dress or some like a blush or an ivory over the traditional white some new trends you see with brides choosing their wedding dresses brides especially mine because they get to be so custom are choosing you know what they see for once again for their weddings 
Um, I feel that white and ivory will always be classics. You know, they're hard to steer away from. But since wedding gowns didn't even start with white or ivory, that's, you know, almost a new trend I'd have, you know. Um, You know, they're definitely doing the gown that once again fits with their wedding. I love color. My own wedding gown was black and ivory. I have florals on wedding gowns. I've done a red wedding dress, a gray wedding dress. You know, I think what complements the style of a wedding is the dress and the color that you should pick, not just, oh, well, I need an ivory dress or a white dress. They are classics. They are beautiful in their own way. Um, But I do think that being a little adventurous is also really fun. I think that's so true. I think that, um, you know, you definitely, you want it to feel like you on your wedding day. And Mm -hmm. if the whole like white or ivory look not who you are and you're more maybe like bold colorful that it's not a bad idea to go a different route and kind of give yourself that pop of color absolutely these photos are going to be yours forever and they will represent who you and your partner who they are um and on your special day and i think you should always look back and love them and see yourself in them So now sometimes a bride kind of likes the idea of wearing her mom's wedding dress, but then tries it on and the idea is a little bit better to them than the actual look. (laughs) (laughs) So now is there a way that, you know, you can incorporate a part of the mom's wedding dress into creating you know, a new dress for the bride. So like, for example, maybe using the sleeves of like the old dress and creating a new bottom or like vice versa, leaving the bottom and creating like a new top. Um, Absolutely. I feel like anytime you can reuse um, a gown and I also, you know, think, think outside the box, your moms, your sisters, your grandmas. If you can wear a gown after the wedding, even there's amazing new challenges for designers to be able to try to incorporate that. And as a custom, you know, I can kind of do that because I can individually like put the pieces together. Like you said, Um, you know, you can, as long as gowns are preserved, that's sometimes the hard part. If a gown is yellowed or, you know, is maybe fraying, it's a little hard to reuse them. But then you could do something, you know, like I've done for many brides where you can take a piece and you can sew it into a hem or you can sew it into the, you know, interior of a bodice. That So that way you still have part of like your mother's gown or your sister's gown. I've done, um, I've done a um, part of a tie from um, an uncle very special oh, wow. uncle we put that into you know a dress like and even it was on the inside but it still kind of helps and represent you know someone special in their lives so being able to you know cre- recreate a gown by fitting it differently or changing it with fabrics if it's been preserved that is so much fun but if you can't being able to use some of it within the gown is absolutely possible and a lot and it's really it's, it has that that family aspect to it that I just I love so yeah 
my aunt actually wore the same dress as my mom. Like they both wore the same dress. Um, except my aunt added like illusion up at the top. Um, so it made it a little bit different. I mean, it was, uh, both of those weddings were in the eighties. So <laughs> there could be- I love it. I, it <laughs> they might still be valid there. I've seen a lot of full sleeves coming back. Maybe yeah. not completely princess Diana, but <laughs> still <laughs> there might be something to it, but absolutely changing, even changing like those sleeves and removing them. And recreating that dress could be, you know, a great challenge, but also a lot of fun to come, you know, to kind of have a dress come full circle. Yeah. 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 I think it could definitely be used again, you know, maybe taking out the uh, shoulder pads, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, it was definitely a classic. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. (laughs) So now for a bride looking to get, dress design for them how long in advance do you think that they should kind of start the process with you like coming in for a consultation and you know discussing the design absolutely I personally love six months and a lot of stores a lot of bridal stores you know being able to order from a designer they like six months as well with me a year is possible um and four months is possible but six is kind of like that golden time where you're not involved forever, but like you're not rushing the design process either. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I do, when it comes to me, I have to keep in mind fabric deliveries, you know, is, do you need something like custom beaded overseas? Do I, you know, need to get some extra like seamstresses involved with me I've had many times I've had ruffles that are just continuous and a lot of times I need help getting that done so all of those factors in in timing but I've never had an issue with six months they've it's always been great and that's kind of yeah I mean I think that's actually more than fair because most people are having engagement periods of usually typically around a year yeah you know more a little less give or take absolutely I've even I have had a a friend that uh did one in oh I think it was about three and a half months and she was um long distance and that was incredibly and it was it was crazy I was eight like eight months pregnant at the end of it and it was super fun but (laughs) I'm always like you would have just given me a couple more months you don't want to like step on the toes of the design process. And that's why I'd like to have just a little bit more time so we can like work together to come up with the perfect gown. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But her gown was beautiful and she looked amazing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now um, you're based in New York on Long Island in Bayshore. And I know that you have a studio where people can, you know, come, you know, outside of quarantine (laughs) and, (laughs) and come and meet with you and, you know, see designs and, you know, speak with you about what they're looking for um, in Bayshore on Long Island. Do you hold trunk shows or um, something, you know, similar to, you know, there as well as, you know, maybe other locations? So all of my gowns are available to look out here. Um, I was in process of getting ready to start working with retailers 
but I've kind of put the brakes on that since this lovely quarantine. (laughs) And I feel like companies should be flexible in what I like to consider the new world of what we're going to come into when we all come out of this. And so I'm in kind of changed my thought process of, you know, doing pieces and doing a collection and having them available um, either online or potentially through retailers in the future, but still very much trying to do what my original plan was, which is a no size fits all custom ordering over, you know, either online, if it goes, you know, outside the New York area or, you know, being able to bring people here to see the collection and then they can either design off the pieces or of course do custom, you know, one-on-one with me. I feel like being able to be flexible to see what our industry is going to do is really important. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, there's no telling how it's going to play out, but that is my, that's my first goal is to get the ability for all women to be able to order based on them on their own bodies and their and their own styles and not being so boxed in to you know just a set size and having to like do a lot of other processes in order to get the dress to work for them being that they may not be able to go to retailers as much especially right now yeah no i agree i mean hopefully hopefully the world will (laughs) up a little bit sometime soon um but yeah I think now we're going to be kind of dealing with a lot of like online business and stuff like that until things start opening back up and then hopefully so now I know sorry yeah oh no all good (laughs) um now I know just right from speaking to you is that um, prior to having your own line, you worked in the fashion and design industry for a long time as well. And I wanted to kind of get your feedback on maybe some some people who were big inspirations to you in the design industry. Absolutely. I am by far, and I have been for many years, a huge fan of Charles James and old Hollywood. I love old glamour. I'm I'm drawn to its grace and sophistication and also the the history of what people were going through while wearing certain dresses and certain styles. Um Alexander McQueen has always amazed me. Um I would not be where I am today without mentioning a specific designer that many people don't know about, Peter Sornan. He was amazing, um, dressing Michelle Obama multiple times. I got to work on dresses with him. So he taught me really how um, to put a gown together. So I, would, I wouldn't be anywhere without his tutelage. And I really appreciate that. Um, you should definitely Google him. So, <laughs> yeah. I know I will be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, so it was a privilege to work with him, but really like some old classic designers, structured gowns, the fit of a gown, and really the elegance and grace of a woman. I love that. I actually really love that look of old glamour. Mm. 
And I also feel that no matter what, it really doesn't ever go out of style. It just always looks good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And I like that. I'm more about like classic over trendy. I mean, trendy is good when you like look back on photos and you kind of have a good laugh. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I wore that. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you end up with poofy sleeves. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, okay. Some, something I will not be doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it always reminds me of my sister's prom dress. Sorry to age you, my sister. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I totally understand. I mean, we have a good laugh at it when like I asked my aunt why she put that in and she was like you know it was the 80s I was like oh god I was like exactly it was the 80s I was like and you know it by this picture Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so everything going on in the world right now with coronavirus um you know terrible um how has this affected you know business and have you had clients have to move their weddings back from this year to another, you know, possibly later on in the year or to next year? Absolutely. Um, which is good with my children running around at my feet now. But um, <laughs> a lot of my brides are taking a big breath. And um, most of them have rescheduled for 2021. Um I do have an NYPD bride who is sticking it out for November and I have my fingers crossed for her. Um, You know, but I be, I believe the atmosphere that you want at your wedding shouldn't be, shouldn't be marred by something this sad or this chaotic. Um, But if you are looking just to be married to the man or, or woman that you love, then you you know have the wedding in the front yard have the one that you want it it still is based on that what do you want for your wedding yeah so i understand i understand people rescheduling it because they're like i want the party good i hope there's a huge party when this is over with i and i will be at your wedding to celebrate with you but if but i also completely understand like being like i just want to be married to the person that i love and having the wedding like right now especially that they said that the justice of peace, you know, that they could do it. I I love that too. So. I mean, you pretty much also answered my next question, which is about, you know, advice to brides and grooms uh, planning their weddings during this global pandemic. And I, I agree with you. Um, I think obviously we're going to have to wait for the CDC regulations of how many people will be allowed to attend events. Um, you know, once, mm-hmm. once they're able. Uh, but if you're, if you're someone who's like, you know what, I just want to be married. I don't need like, I don't want, I'm not waiting for all the hoopla. Then I would say, you know, get married and, you know, start your future together as, you know, as husband and wife, wife and wife, husband and husband. Um, but if you want to hold out and you want the big celebration and you want to do it, all at once opposed to, you know, getting married at an earlier date and doing the celebration at a later date, then I would, I would definitely give the advice to, you know, push back and, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you know, just play it safe because it's definitely unpredictable for 2020. 
It is. It is. Absolutely. And, you know, I had one bride say that she's basically married to her husband or her you know, fiance. So she's just going to wait one more year. And I agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, because waiting one year or a little over one year is not going to change the next 30, 40 years of love. You know, yeah. my parents are getting ready to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. So, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a lot of years that have to do with, you know, marriage that's beyond the celebration. And don't get me wrong. I love weddings. So <laughs> I love the celebration of them. I love, you know, every bit of them. I also love, you know, a, you know, a court web- wedding. I love the fact that you could potentially get married in the front yard of your home with your family six feet away from you. Like I do, I think all of it is just what you want. And like I said, you know, it's, it's devastating. I loved my wedding date. I had 12, 13, 14 when I got married and I would have hated to have changed that date. So I get it. If you just want to like go for it, you know, but really like sit down and think about it. Maybe you would, maybe you would want to wait, you know, or maybe you just elope and go for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Everybody will have a differing opinion, but it's really just about what works best for you and your partner. Yes. You can't cancel love through wars, through famine, through all of it. People have gotten married. Weddings have always existed. That, that is so true. (laughs) (laughs) Not all, maybe not always. Let me get my history straight, but you know, they've, they've always been there and they've always had their own definitions. And I think this is just a new time for us to define it, define a wedding again, give it a new definition. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I actually have one more question for you. It might be a hard one, (laughs) but what is your favorite dress that you designed? Yes. Yes, honey. Do you want to play outside with me with this car? I do want to play outside with you with that car. I will be right there. I'm talking to her and then I will come play with you. It'll be fun. But how about you talk to them? (laughs) In backyard with you. In the backyard with you? Okay, I will. You go run out there and get all set up and I'll be right there. Oh my gosh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of women out there that kind of could understand Those, what you Totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I gotta go play cards. Before, before <laughs> I go play cards, um, my favorite gown, honest, ugh, I'd love to say mine, but I'm not going to say that. My sister's. I made my sister's gown. It was one of the first ones. I was in an apartment. I was crammed into a tiny little room. And it was, gosh, it was a long time ago. But it the it kind of was like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. This is, you know, I like, I love my sister. And the fact that I was able to give her something like that. Um, she's a marine biologist, so she's totally different from me. But it was it meant so much to me to be able to give her a wedding gown. And that's how I feel with all of my brides. And I love all of them to the point where they we still talk later. So I, I, every dress I make is is it takes a little piece of me with them. And I love that. Yeah. And that's so special to be able to do that for your sister. Yeah. Yeah. And all my other brides, which ends up my sisters. <laughs> exactly. And it's also yes. lifelong relationships because people have multiple events throughout their lifetime. Absolutely. And then they come and back. Even if they never have another event, I 
like I have had brides who have families who now have kids and I'm like I was a little bit a part of that and it that's why I love weddings that's why I love making wedding gowns the the little gift that I give them that starts their family and their future and it's beautiful for sure um Lara thank you so much for coming on the podcast today um we all know that a wedding dress is one of the most personal things for a bride to choose for their day. And it's wonderful to get speak with a designer who's able to share that special time creating one of the most special items for a wedding day. Um, I wanted uh, you to just tell all the listeners your website and Instagram handle where we can follow and check out all your designs. Absolutely. Um, you can check out my website, it's lauranight.com. You can also, oh, sorry, you can also check out my, um, my Instagram account at lauranightbride, and it's L-A-R-A-K-N-I-G-H-T, bride. And right now, I am actually doing kind of a New York area giveaway um, to a first responder. So if you either, either you are a first responder or you can tag a first responder give me a little love story um and i'm going to be giving away a gown to someone announcing it on june 6th that's awesome that's that's what we like to hear (laughs) we just want to try to give back you know they're doing such amazing things for us i just want to try to give back Yes, absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for tuning into The Bride Tender. You can check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for your wedding fix each Monday. Make sure to share with your friend, your fellow bride or groom, your mom, your dad, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your friend, and pretty much anyone, as it's a wedding podcast you never knew you needed. You can check me out and all my Instagram stories at The Candy Guru. Make sure to follow my candy table displays at Eventpire event blog showcasing the top event trends on Long Island, the Long Island Eventista. And of course, make sure to follow the bride tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your future wedding and hiring the best in the business for your special day. Don't forget to give a follow to Lara Knight at Lara Knight Bride on Instagram and check out her wedding dress designs and get some inspiration for your future wedding dress. And also make sure to tag a first responder in her post and let them, you know, share their love story for a chance to win a custom dress. Um, Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.